0: Good evening, everyone. I'm happy to reach out to us today once again via the online Bible study on this platform. And I pray that uh, God will bless our hearts. I hope last week's teaching really blessed us. I was blessed, and I hope it blessed you too. And I pray that today's teaching will not be an exception in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right, so very quickly... uh, as I'm going straight into today's, tonight's teaching, uh, like I said earlier on by posting on the platform, that I'll be talking uh, basically on the topic which says, It is written, uh, the believer's guide to victory. Okay, first of all, we must understand that uh, what is written supersedes what is, whatever uh, is happening around us. Okay, what is written is vital for us to place what is written above anything else if you must have victory, or if you must secure victory as a child of God in this Christian race, okay? So I'll be speaking basically on uh, what is written as our sure guide to victory uh, in life, okay? Uh, If you must finish well as a Christian, as a child of God, okay? So I'm I'm going to be taking my test from Acts chapter 15, verse 15, which says, the words of the Prophets are in agreement with this as it is written, okay? As it is written. Now, for you to understand uh, what this verse is talking about, you must be able to understand what actually has happened in the preceding verses because it said the words of the prophet. okay? That is understood. Now, it says the words of the Prophets are in agreement with this. What exactly is the thing that they were talking about? What is that this? What is that thing that they were talking about that they said is in agreement with the words of the prophet, okay? And they said, as it is written, okay, the words of the prophet were written, but then there is something they were uh, dealing with at that particular point in time, that for them to resolve it, they had to refer back to what is written. Because we must understand that one thing that is established okay, uh, forever is the word of God. The word of God says that forever, O Lord, thy word is settled. Okay. It does not matter what people may say. It does not matter what people are doing, but the word of God remains, uh, the same forever. Okay. Scripture says that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Okay. And the word of God in John chapter 1 made us understand that Jesus Christ is the word of God that was made flesh. Okay. So, uh, for them to resolve what was happening at that point in time, okay, they had to refer back to what is written, okay, and that's, uh, it's important for us to note also at this point as a result of this that it does not matter what people are doing, it does not matter what people hold to be true, okay, in their lives, you know, because we understand that in our present world, we see that so many abnormalities have become normal, okay, and uh We must not allow what is in vogue, so to speak, to actually determine the norm for us. That everybody is doing something does not make that particular thing right. And therefore, we must learn to refer back. We must learn to reference the scripture or go back to the scripture to be sure that what we are about to do or to embark on the decision we are about to take is scriptural. It does not matter if everyone is, is making that decision. It does not matter what every other person is saying. But what matters the most if you must succeed in life, if you must make it, if you must stand the test of time, as we will see later on, uh, you must learn to refer back to the scriptures. Okay, uh, I saw uh, as I was going through the study of the book of Acts, okay, because we understand that this month we're going to be looking at the book of Acts, I discovered that uh, the Berean Christians were, were actually different from all other Christians that Apostle Paul. Uh, met with, okay? We discovered that as Apostle Paul was teaching them, whenever he taught them, they went back home and checked if everything Paul taught them was true, okay? They didn't receive the words of Paul because he was just an apostle, but they received them with meekness because they, they saw and they knew uh, that everything he said was scriptural, were where according to what was written, okay, by the prophet, okay? And that's the same attitude I want us to to have to imbibe because if we must grow as children of God, if we must develop, if we must stand the test of time, if we must grow strong, we must learn the habit. We must have the habit of going back to scriptures. We must learn the habit of vetting whatever thing has been said to you. We must learn the habit of vetting whatever decision that you want to make or choices by the scriptures let the scriptures be your standard the word of God says that this foundation stands sure let him that nameeth the name of Christ depart from iniquity that means there is a standard foundation there is a the standard of God and God is not willing and God will not bring down his standard for you, for anyone else, okay? We are meant to level up with him. And that's why Jesus Christ said that, be ye perfect, even as your heavenly father is perfect, okay? Be ye holy, even as your heavenly father is holy. So we are required, okay, we need to uh, measure up. We are required to measure up, to meet up with God's standard, okay? To meet up with God's standard. And that's why in Acts chapter 15, verse, we say that the words of the prophets are in agreement with this, as it is written. Okay, now, but the question is, actually, what exactly were they discussing at that particular point in time that they said was in agreement with uh, what is written by the prophet? Now, if you read the preceding verses, you will see or uh, there that we're actually discussing about the issue of circumcision on circumcision that for the Gentiles to be saved for them to be received to the fold to, to the commonwealth of Israel they must be circumcised okay and they began to recount uh, the experiences they had okay beginning from Simon Peter that uh, when Peter visited the house of Cornelius uh, even before he finished preaching the Holy Ghost descended upon them and he had no choice but than to baptize them and he saw that God actually uh, is, is willing to save even the Gentiles also, okay? So, it was very easy for them to actually resolve that issue when Paul also had that and experienced the same thing and they were condemning him, okay? But to settle that old issue once and for all, they had to refer back to what is written, okay? And we saw that same pattern, the same thing in the life of Jesus. When Jesus was confronted with an issue that was beyond his own power, his own physical power, okay, his own physical strength, okay, he confronted it with what is written, okay? What is written when you are confronted with an issue with a, with a situation that is beyond your own wisdom, that is beyond your own knowledge, you must learn to uh to refer back to what is written. Because the word of God is the wisdom and the power of God. Okay, if you must conquer that which is beyond the natural realm, you must employ the supernatural weapon of the word of God. The word of God says the weapon of our warfare are not Kana, but are mighty, okay, through I mean by pulling down the stronghold, a mighty through the knowledge of God, by pulling down the stronghold. Okay, any strong that reaches above the knowledge of Christ. Okay, so we must understand that if you must win if you must secure victory as a child of God, in whatsoever situation you find yourself, you must engage the weapon of what is written. You must engage the weapon of what is written. Okay? Among other things, okay, the tools the enemy uses against believers is number one, ignorance, disobedience, error, and confusion as touching the will of God because he knows that once you have Uh, Andy, okay, the will of God, the knowledge of God, of the Word of God, it will be easy for you to confront him, okay, in any situation you find yourself, okay, and as a result, okay, he confronts, he ensures that believer walks in ignorance of the Word of God, and in, in instances where even believers are not ignorant of the Word of God, he ensures that they don't obey, and in some instances, he, he introduces believers to erroneous teachings okay, that corrupt their mind, that corrupts their, their belief system. Okay? He brings in confusion. That's why the Holy Spirit is not the author of confusion. And that's why as Christians, we must be careful. We must be careful. We must be careful uh, not to be uh, a prey to the enemy. Okay? Matthew chapter 7, verse 24 to 27 reveals to us, Okay. Also uh, talking about the, 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 the place of, of, of knowledge and, and, and obedience to the word of God uh, reveals to us that if, uh, that if anyone heareth the sayings of Christ, if anyone is knowledgeable in the things of God and also do it the same, it will be likened to a, a house that is built upon the rock. Okay, in which when winds come, when storms come, okay, that house remains standing Why? because it's built upon the rock. Okay, so a person who stand the test of time is one who actually is not just aware of the will of God, but who does the will of God. So it's not enough for you to know what God wants you to do, but you must do it the blessing is not in you hearing or knowing the word of God or knowing his way, but the blessing lies in you doing it just like one of the parables Jesus gave he had, um, about a master that had two two, or a father that had two sons he told one to go and do something okay, and the person told the father that oh I can't do this. I'm not going to do it and then he went and he did it and the second son he told the same thing to go and do something and the person said oh I will do it but then he didn't do it so he asked the disciples, Who do you think among the both sons will actually be, uh, will, 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 will be, will get the blessing of the father, will be, will be loved of the father? They said, Is the one who did it, even though he, he told the father, Oh, I uh, can't do this, maybe because of one difficulty or other, like, Oh, this thing is too so tough. You no, know, just like some of us, God is saying, Do this. And like you're looking at this, how stringent uh, that instruction is to us, how, how, uh, how, how, how difficult it might be. Or how much you to infringe on your own plan, oh you you murmur, you cry, you, you know, you shout, you win. But in spite of that you still obey. Okay, because of your obedience, okay, to that which God has told you to do, the blessing will rest upon you, and that's why I usually tell people, okay, sometimes when God gives you instruction, when He reveals His plan to you, it might make you to cry, you might, might make you to weep, it might make you to shout, to, to feel bad, but in heart, still obey God, because it is in obedience to His will or instructions to you that you get blessed, as a, as an individual. Okay, so if you must stand as a person if the church must stand we must recognize that uh, we must acknowledge that we must be built upon the rock uh, of the revelation of Jesus Christ we must be built upon the rock of the revelation of Jesus Christ okay so that when this wind comes okay it will be difficult for you as an individual to be destroyed okay and also when you talk about uh, building upon to be built upon the rock it means uh, to to Not just have a revelation of who Jesus is, but then to walk according to the revealed truth uh, is revealed truth to us. Okay, hearing the sayings of Christ is not enough to keep us from falling. Okay, during the turbulent times or turbulent period, it is walking in accordance to his sayings that does. If we must stand the test of time, if you and I must stand the test of time, we must allow what is written to be our final verdict. Kings have come and gone, but that which is written remains. Okay? Jesus Christ says, the heaven and earth will pass away, but that which is written will remain. It will not pass except it does it, it it accomplishes that which is sent out. The word of God remains. During the time of Daniel, okay, kings came, kings went. Okay, but Daniel remained because he, 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 he ensured his life was run Okay, uh, his, his life actually was run by the template of what is written by the template of the word of God even when the, 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 the other governors waged war against him concerning the law of his God he ensured he stayed with that law yeah, because he knew in that law is his victory in that law it's his victory. So I want I want to encourage us. It does not matter what we, we are we are we are f- passing through, as a matter of fact, the enemy is throwing a lot of things at us to challenge our faith, to challenge your belief in God, your belief in, in, in the word of God, in what is written. I want to encourage us to maintain our stand, not to compromise our faith, because it is in obeying what is written that we get our victory. If we must stand the test of time the Word must be the running template for our lives. If you must stand the test of time, if I must stand the test of time, the Word must be the running template for our lives. Secondly, there is no situation that is beyond that which is written. You must understand that. Words primarily are designed to program our our atmosphere and create realities. That means it does not matter what you are going through. What is written actually has the ability to change it Okay, to change it, and that's why I said, What's primarily we must understand the power of words. When in the beginning, God created it was said that God created the heavens, are there, but how did He do that? Through words, we saw that the scripture said, And God said, and He saw what He said. Okay, when the disciples asked Jesus about the parable of the sower, what the seeds were, Jesus Christ said, The seeds are likened to the words. okay so words are originally are meant to create realities words and that's why the tongue is powerful the scripture made us understand that even though it is the smallest member it is a small member in our body but it's powerful because through it we can make words we can form words we can pull words together and those words are seeds that when they are they are brought to, when they are spoken have the ability to create realities the scripture says that you shall have what you say okay irrespective of what you believe in your heart what you say becomes your reality so we must understand that words primarily are designed to program our atmosphere and create our realities words are powerful words are powerful and for every circumstance okay provision has been made in the word to address them so as to bring to the very uh, as, so as to bring to be the very intent of the art of God Psalms 119 verse 89 says forever O Lord thy word is settled in heaven it is settled okay however for you to bring it down here on earth to, for you to make it a reality okay uh, there is a need to acknowledge and engage or speak over whatever situation you are going through, the written word of God. The written word of God. The written word of God. So you must understand that words are powerful. Okay. And they are there to change your circumstances. They are there to bring to be certain realities that you want to have. Okay. What is written supersedes what is happening. It doesn't matter what is happening to you. What is written have the capacity to reprogram and adjust it. The worlds were framed by the word of God. The things that are seen were made from things that do not appear. As we saw in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 3. It says through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Okay? So the word of God is very powerful. You can create your future by speaking what you want today. Who you are today, what you have today is as a result of what you said yesterday. So if you want to change your current situation, begin to change what you are saying. Begin to change your words. Begin to move from negative to positive words. Because you shall have whatsoever you say. Don't forget that. You shall have whatsoever you say. Thirdly, as I begin to round up, you must learn to give voice to the written word to see it to come to pass. So it's not enough for you to know what is written, but you must give voice to it. And God said, and God, God didn't just know what to do in his, in his heart, but he said it. He gave it voice. Everything God said came to be. But before he said it, he had in mind what he wanted to do. But that he had it in mind does not make, make mean uh, does not uh, bring it to reality, or does not make it to come to reality. He had to say it. There was nothing that was made that wasn't made by the word. But it is until you give voice to it that it comes to be. It, it is until God gave voice, spoke it to be that it came to be. Speaking the word makes the seed. Of the word variable, and that's why prayer is so powerful. It's not just enough for you to, 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 to know the word of God, but you must give it voice. How by praying it, by speaking it? Prayer is simply speaking the word. Prayer is speaking the word. You confess the word that you shall not die, you shall live to declare the works, the, the, the works of the Lord. That's prayer, speaking the word that I am the head and not the tail, that none of you. That there shall be no burden in the land, okay? I mean, this is speaking the word, confessing the word, and that's prayer. Prayer is not just gymnastics, but prayer is confessing the word. That's why like God says in the Psalms, "Come, let us reason together." Reminds me of remind me of my words. So it's until you give voice to what is written, the angels around are not bound to move. The angels will only obey His words in your mouth. The angels of God will only obey His words in your mouth. As a matter of fact, even though they are ministry angels, okay, to us, they will only obey, okay, the, 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 the instructions, the command of God, of Jesus. Okay? But it's until when you give voice to the Word of God, when the Word of God, when His Word finds expression in your mouth, okay, when you all find expression in your mind, then they move, they are set in motion to work on your behalf. The angels of light are set in motion by the words of light. When you speak the words of light, the angels of light are set in motion. But when you speak negative words, demons are set in motion. So the easiest way to set angels of light at work, to put them to work... It's by confessing the words of light. Confessing the words of Jesus. Confessing the word of God. Give voice to it. You must remember that words are seeds. Okay? Words are seeds. 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 And seeds, until they are planted, they remain dormant. They will not grow. The same way, speaking the word of God makes the seed of the word viable. The seed of the word will remain dormant until you give it voice. Therefore, confession of faith activates the seed of the word of God. Yes, it is written. So many things are written about you, but do you believe it? If you do, you will say it. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 13 says, We having the same spirit of faith according as it is written. Now they believed. I believed, and therefore I have spoken. Your words is a proof of your belief system. We also believe. And therefore, what do we do? We have spoken. We speak. You speak what you believe. You speak. The evidence that you believe it is by saying it. And as you say it, you are planting the seeds. Your, 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 your voice, your words, you what you say, your words is what gives life, is what activates what is written. Okay? What is written. So we must understand that for you to be victorious as a child of God, you must give voice to what is written. You must know what, it is, what is written about you. Then you must give voice to it. You must confess it over that situation because it is in you saying it that you are able to change that situation because that is our own weapon of warfare. That is our own weapon okay, of warfare. The only way you can quench the fairy dart of the wicked is by engaging the weapon of what is written, the shield of faith, what is written. And I pray that God will bless us in the name of Jesus. I pray that what we've heard tonight will be useful for us. I pray that as we've heard this tonight, we will act accordingly, we we'll begin to give voice to what is written, irrespective of whatever I will come across, irrespective of how we feel in the name of Jesus. And I pray that the word of God, the name of Jesus, will not fail on our account in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Thank you once again for joining me for the online Bible study on the iPod uh, i on the Potter Eye Community platform. I hope to see you uh next week at the same time uh for the online Bible study. I also want to encourage us to kindly invite your friends, more people to join us on the Potter Eye community as we are committed to sharing as uh, content, godly contents that we enhance our spiritual growth. Thank you so much and God bless you.